peace and welcome to our second episode of rooted in muddy waters i am tamika latoya again haven't figured out this intro stuff don't really know how i want my intro to go but we're gonna just get into it and once i figure it out y'all gonna be the first to know okay (laughs) all right so our second episode is a topic that is dear 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 to me um we're gonna be talking about motherhood in this episode and um excuse me my ipad is dying so i have to pull up my notes on my computer all right y'all Look, listen, I already told y'all, like, this is just me being true, authentic to self. And sometimes we're going to have hiccups and that's going to be okay. All right. All right. So again, um, I want to talk about a, something that's true and dear to me. Um, and that's going to be motherhood. Um, we're going to talk about motherhood today. Um, we're going to get into it. When I became a mother, uh, my thoughts on motherhood, what motherhood has shown me, what it has um, taught me, what is continuing to teach me. Um, so, yeah. Oh, side note. Just to let y'all know, because I am a mom and I have a soon-to-be five-year-old, I'm always running around the house doing different things. And so it's very seldom that I ever get time like just to like do things like this, like recording. So if you see me, this is me being honest. If you see me with the same outfit, same get up on in more than one podcast, that's because I knocked out two or three podcasts at a time because I was trying to get them done so that I am consistent um, on this journey, right? And all the changing clothes and stuff, it's just, it takes away from what I'm trying to do. So yeah, that's where we're at, okay? All right, glad we got that out of the way. So motherhood, Um, to be honest, um, I was a mother before I actually gave birth to children. Um, and what I, when I mean by that, when I say that is because I am the oldest, um, of five children and I am the only girl. So I was the only girl and the oldest and I basically helped my mother take care of my brothers, raise my brothers. Um, and yeah, I did everything at a very young age. Um, I was changing diapers bottles making milk babysitting like I was doing all the things um and as I said in my last episode I am a cancer so just naturally just me being what my my husband likes to call big mama um to the people that I care about care about even at a young age it's just been it's always been in me right so I've been a mother and I've been doing things except for giving birth Um, before I even had my own children. Um, So the nurturing, the, you know, doing the things like getting up in the middle of the night and and, and, uh, getting bottles and changing diapers. 
Um, I mean, shoot, my brother, one of my brothers slept with me uh, every night until he was a certain age and I kicked him out of my bed. So I've all, I've been a mother, in my heart, I've been a mother before I gave birth to children. Um, I always knew I wanted to be a mother. Like, I knew that before I knew anything else. I knew that before I knew what I wanted to be in life. I knew that um, before I even thought about marriage or anything. Like, I just knew that I wanted to be a mother and I wanted to be a mother to a daughter. Like, I wanted to have a daughter. Like, I knew that um, with everything in me. I always knew that. Um, So, in 2008, I was blessed with my daughter. Um, and that's when I became a mother. Um, it didn't get real or it didn't feel real to me until I was in the hospital getting ready to give birth to her, you know, and me being young, um, maybe that's why I don't know. Like I was just enjoying it. I was enjoying, um, being pregnant and feeling this life inside of me and just being anxious and waiting to meet her. And then, you know, I also was very young and was going through things. And so emotionally, and so like just trying to keep a balance on those things. And at the same time, I'm pregnant. I was working a part-time job that, you know, my it was my first part-time, my first job. I was working at Johnson High School, you know, and it was kind of stressful at times um but it really didn't click into me like okay I'm getting ready to bring life into this world until I was in the hospital and like okay I'm about to bring life into this world and I'm in pain and everything hurts and my body is swollen um which my birth story like I want to share my birth story with you all birth stories with you all um so we're gonna say this for an episode at a later date um, for an episode at a later date. Um, but I do plan to share my birthing experiences with you all. Um, they weren't good birthing experiences, especially my first birth. Um, I had to really, um, figure that out. You know, it was a lot. It, it was a lot. And I had to like really digest and you know, move through the emotions of how that birth made me feel. Um, not because of my child, but because of the care that I received in the hospital. So yeah, we're not going to go into that, that today, but just know that that will be a um, topic for a later episode um, about my birthing experiences. Um, but yeah, so that's when that's when it really became real to me is when I was in a hospital preparing to give birth to my daughter. Um, so I am currently um, the mother of three beautiful children. Um, I have birthed two of those children and I have my, um, I don't use the word stepson. That's not a word that I use, um, but he is, you know, I didn't birth him. This That's my husband's son. Um, but I see him no different than my own. If he's here, he eats. He eats everything the children eat. He gets everything the children get. Um, if I go shopping for them, I'm going shopping for him. Um, you know, he's he's my son. 
I've known him since he's been an infant. Um, so yeah. Um, so let's see, we're going to go next. So let's talk about motherhood struggles. <clears throat> so if you're watching, I'm like putting my foot up in my chair, getting comfortable because we're getting ready to talk, right? We're getting ready to talk. So motherhood. It's not as easy as I thought it would be. I'll say that. Um, but it is a very, very, very beautiful thing. Um, it's out of all the hats that I wear, I think being a mother is the best out of all of them. Simply because the whole process, if you think about it, The whole process, um, if you think about it, is just so freaking beautiful. It's so beautiful that we as women are naturally born with the ability to create life within us. To bring life from the spiritual realm through you into the physical there is nothing more beautiful than that like like it's just it's so beautiful it's so natural it's so godlike it's just so it's nature at its finest and it's so beautiful you know the things that we as women as that we go through when it comes to bringing children into this world you know and it can also be something scary too because i was scared both times with both of my children that i birthed um i was very scared and um but once it happened and once i saw their faces and I heard their cry. It was just the most beautiful, overwhelming thing that I've ever felt. And nothing has topped that yet. <laughs> so to me, for me, motherhood is or, or giving birth to my children. It is such a beautiful thing. And it's something that I hold dear. It's something that I take seriously. It's something that I will cuss anybody the hell out about. <laughs> I do not care who you are. If you step to my children, if you approach my children, if you just don't play with my babies. That's what I'm going to say. Don't play with my babies and don't play with me when it comes to how I decide to raise them or how I feel their upbringing should be. Because I take that very seriously. Now, as a person who didn't, I wasn't close with my mother, um, which is also another topic for another another episode, but I wasn't close with my mother. And so we're better now, um, but growing up, we weren't close. Um, I feel like growing up, we were always bumping heads against each other. 
And um, I just knew that certain things, <clears throat> excuse me, I just knew that certain things or certain ways that my mom would be with us, I just knew that I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to repeat that. I wanted to do it differently. Now, what was differently? How was I going to do things different? I didn't know. I didn't. That's the part I didn't know. I didn't know. I knew I didn't want to do this, but I didn't know how I was going about still being able to raise children in a healthy way, you know, because I hadn't seen that. I wasn't, that wasn't shown or demonstrated to me. So I, I truly did not know, but I just knew that I couldn't go that same route. And sometimes, you know, not so much now, but in the beginning of me being a mom, I had to check myself because I realized that I was picking up the same habits, not the exact same, but some of my mother's tendencies. I was kind of doing the same thing. And so it just had me like in some instances, I had to do like self-reflection, like, whoa, wait a minute, like that, that felt familiar to me. I can't, I can't do that again. You know, so I started doing things like apologizing to my children, telling them that I apologize, telling them that I'm sorry, you know, um, talking to my children, explaining things to my children, um, being more patient and giving them grace, you know, um, which those things were not given to me. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that even though, even if what you want wanted in your childhood wasn't given to you doesn't mean that you don't now have the power to give your children that because you do and even if you don't know what that's supposed to look like I I believe that as women and as mothers we just have like this compass that we know when something's right. We know when it's the right thing to do. We know whatever fiber of our being, like, okay, like this is what should be, this is what I should be doing for my children. This is how I should handle this situation. And I know sometimes we want to like talk to other mothers or even talk to friends, people who aren't, don't, who don't even have children, right? And we want to get their advice on stuff. But what I've learned is even when you do that, you're going against yourself. And what I've learned is every time that I've gone against myself in a situation with my children, I was, and I went against that, I later regretted it because it showed me that my first feeling or my first thought was correct. All right? So I guess I would say, listen to yourself. Listen to spirit, listen to your gut, like listen to your heart, like listen and know that you're doing the best that you can with you, God. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, I don't think that children realize and it took me just doing the healing and the work, just doing the work, literally doing the work to to understand and to figure out that. My mother was a whole person before she was a mother. She was a person before she was before she gave birth to me. Who that person was, I'm to this day I'm not 100% clear on and I'm trying to to better understand that. 
but she was a person you know she's but a person and our children probably don't get it and don't understand it now but my goal is to have conversations with them and let them and and hopefully they understand that like yes like your mom's not perfect she's not perfect she messes up sometimes she's wrong sometimes you know and i'm also a person who's willing to apologize and to create my correct my wrongs with them or anybody else right so i don't know i feel like i'm rambling now and this is why i need <laughs> this is why i need my notes um for my podcast cuz i start rambling and going off and not really sure if any of that made sense but we going to keep going so motherhood struggles motherhood struggles i would say for me personally um is to i'm very hard on myself when it comes to <clears throat> me being a mom i think i'm more hard on myself about that over anything else i'm really hard on myself about being a mom am i doing this right am i making the right decision am i making the right choices you know are my children going to um grow up and hate me like I used to have these types of thoughts not so much now but I used to have those thoughts like will my children grow up and hate me will my children grow up and not want nothing else to do with me or you know will they grow up and like oh I can't wait to leave this house like I used to have those types of thoughts you know <clears throat> and because I I am I was and I'm, I still am kind of like still kind of hard on myself when it comes to being a mom um I know that I'm not perfect in that area. Um, no one is. I know that, you know, my oldest is 14. My youngest is five. You know, I know that I may make more mistakes in the future. But I do honestly believe that everything happens for a reason. I believe that I can learn and grow from any situation, good or bad. And so I know that in my heart, I am doing everything I can to raise these children to be the best individuals in society that they possibly can be. I'm raising them to have the tools and the resources they need to be those people um, and to be whoever they want to be in this world. You know, I'm, I'm providing them with those tools and resources. I'm, I'm providing them with safe spaces to be themselves. And I believe that that's all I really can do at the end of the day. You know, continue to feed them and nurture them and keep roof over their head and make sure they're warm in the winter and they're cool in the summer. Um, to give them um, knowledge and information and tools and resources um, the best that I can. Um, and also, I want my children to know my story, to know who I was before them, to know who I am now to know some of my heartaches and and hardships and the things that I've been through um so that they understand you know their mother a little bit better you know and I think that's where kind of a disconnect is for me and my mom because I really don't I don't know her story not really and I want to but my mother comes from a time where people don't really talk about things they don't talk about you know their feelings they don't talk about you know their heartaches or hardships and their upbringings and things this you know aren't talked about 
Um, and that's one thing that I said that I was going to change within my children, in my relationships with my children. And I did, and I have, and we are doing it. So, um, again, my I think my heart, my heart, biggest motherhood struggle is just I'm too hard on myself. Because sometimes in certain situations... I'm like, oh my gosh, if I make the right decision, I don't know what to do. Especially raising a teenage daughter. Yeah, I said it. Especially raising a teenage daughter. You know, it's it's raising children during this time. I feel is hard, man. And uh, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, and do the best I can to make sure that. You know, my children know that I love them, that they're supported, that, you know, I always have their back, that, you know, there's going to be enough people outside of this home that is going to be against them. And they never feel that the people inside this house are against them. That's important to me. And so I guess I would say, like... Like I was saying before, like, even if you decide to get device, uh, advice, device, advice from other mothers or even from friends who don't even have children, you already know what you need to do. Trust that. Trust your motherly instinct. Trust your gut. Because just from someone speaking from experience, like what I've learned at every single time. Every single time I went against what my gut and my heart was telling me to do, it turned around and bite me in the ass because I didn't listen. I wasn't moving with spirit. I was moving with fear every single time. So I guess that's the suggestion that I have. Like you gave birth to that individual, individuals, you're right. You know what you need to do to be able to protect them and to care for them and make sure that they are safe. You know what you need to do. Just follow that, all right? Um, let's see, where are we next? Again, sorry for rambling, sorry, not sorry. Um, let's see, where am I? Oh, mother guilt, mother's guilt. Mother's guilt is a real thing. Um, I sometimes feel guilty all the time, but sometimes that guilt is short-lived because Again, I am a stay-at-home mom. I'm home with my children all the time. And um, sometimes I do have mother's guilt, but sometimes it's short-lived. Like, you know, sometimes I feel bad for, like, wanting to get away for, like, a weekend or so and just, you know, just be without children. Um, It's because even though I leave them, I'm on my trip, and I'm, like, wondering what they're doing and calling and seeing, you know, what they're doing, did they eat, which I know they ate, right? Like, their father takes care of them, but it's just... You know, just like not really being able to turn off mother mode completely. Like that's where I be at. And but sometimes I do feel bad. Like, you know, like my son is a very affectionate person and sometimes mama don't want to be touched. And, you know, I'll tell him like, you know, mommy don't want to be touched right now. He'd be like, but why? And then I feel bad. And then I just let him like lay on me or do whatever he's trying to do or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, yo, dude. Can you not touch me? <laughs> Can you not touch me? Because your father get home, and guess what he gonna do? He gonna touch me. I don't wanna be touched right now. Can, can y'all just leave me alone? That's where I'm at sometimes, but I don't think that mother's guilt is a bad thing. I don't think that 
a mom should feel bad for having mother's guilt or for feeling guilty or I don't think she should feel bad um, for creating boundaries with her children because sometimes that can be healthy for you and for your sanity. So again, like with my son, like he's a very affectionate, touchy person. I don't know if that's because he was breastfed or because he's also a cancer. I have no idea. It's his love language. Anyway, um, he's very, very touchy. And he's like this way with me and his sister. And sometimes she's the same way. She's like, don't touch me, please. Like, that's just how she is. Which she is, my daughter is not a touchy-feely person. Um, not like he is. And so sometimes it's okay to tell them like, okay, right now, mommy needs a break and she doesn't want to be touched right now. And just set, it's okay to set that type of boundary, you know, or my son don't care if I'm in the bathroom, he will come talk to me, have a full blown conversation, come sit on, like sit on the carpet in the bathroom and just sit there and talk to me. He don't care that I'm on the toilet. He just does it. And sometimes I'm let it do let him do it, but depending on how the day went or how the day's going that day, I have to tell him, okay, mommy is in the bathroom and this is mommy's alone time for right now. Can you let mommy have her alone time? And again, at first I would feel bad when I would do that, but then I'm like, no, like that's okay. It's okay for me to do that. You know, I would rather me set that boundary with him or let him know that mommy needs this time to herself to go to the bathroom then for me to get so overstimulated where I'm where I get irritated and I blow up at him you know what I'm saying like I rather do that and have that little bit of guilt than for me to blow up at him out of frustration and I have even more guilt so mother's guilt is real it's nothing wrong with mother's guilt as long as it's not anything that's that's not uh unhealthy you know what i'm saying again like i rather feel guilt for letting him know okay this is mommy's time to be by herself for a second i'll be out of the bathroom in a minute and we can talk versus you know me getting so irritated because i am overstimulated with so much noise and touching and blase blase and i just blow up and yell at him out of frustration for me that's the unhealthy part of mother's guilt um, if I were to do it that way. So I'd rather, again, just set that boundary, let him know, you know, mommy loves you. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to tell me. But if it's not an emergency, you need to let mommy have this time by herself. I'll be out in a few. And most days he's okay with that. <laughs> and someday he, some days he'll leave and he'll come back to check on me or he'll be sitting on my bed when I get out of the bathroom waiting on me. So, and that's okay, you know, but as long as he understands, okay, mommy needs this time. So that's that. Um, what has motherhood taught me or continued to teach me? Um, motherhood had taught, has taught me and continues to teach me that love isn't always going to be enough. Let me tell you why. So I grew up in a household where, you know, I didn't hear the words, I love you. Um, we weren't affectionate people, no hugs and stuff like that. Um, I'm not like that with my children. I hug them. I kiss them. I tell them I love them every single day. I tell them that they're beautiful every single day. That's also something that I never heard in my household. I told them that they're beautiful every day. 
that they're smart. They're just, you know, I just, I feed positive things into them, right? And when I had my daughter, um, I had said that, you know, I wanted her to always be surrounded by love and to be surrounded by people that loved her. And she has that. She has not one, but two fathers, her biological father and my husband. Um, She has all of her grandparents, um, her father's grand, her father's parents, my husband's parents, my parents. Um, she has uncles and aunts. My husband's had, my husband has sisters. Um, she just has always been surrounded by love and people that love her. Um, but what motherhood has taught me and again, that's like well, that's all I ever wanted for my children, because I thought that that was something that I missed out on as a child, feeling loved, being shown love, in the way that I thought I needed to feel it and see it. <clears throat> and so I decided that I would, because again, out of my lacking, I figured that's what my children needed, right, and. So I, you know, decided that that's what I was going to give them. That's what I was going to make sure that they had. But what motherhood has shown me and taught me thus far is that love isn't always enough. That there are going to be things that you're not going to be able to control when it comes to your children growing up. When it comes to them finding themselves and figuring out who they are. When it comes to how they see themselves and how they view themselves um, or their struggles. My daughter has really, really taught me that, you know, like she's surrounded by love, but she's still an individual who is growing up during this time within this space. And she still has her own journey to travel and her own journey to go through. Um, Elijah, my son, he's, he's five, you know, right now it's fun time for him. He's just living up the good life, you know? Um, but my daughter, she's becoming a woman and she's growing and she's evolving and she's learning and she's figuring out who she wants to be or, or who she is. Like she's figuring that out. Um, and at this point, all I can do is just allow her that space to do that allow her that safe space to be able to take her time and figure out, you know, the path she wants to go on and just know that she has support and that the love that I have for her or the love that her family has for her has not and will not change. Um, Listen, this shit ain't easy. (laughs) I'll say that. Motherhood is not easy, but it's most definitely worth it. It's worth it, you know? I don't want to shape or mold my children to be just like me. I want them to be able to be themselves. And I want them to be able to, again, have the tools, have the resources, have, you know, all of the advantages. Advantages. I can't talk. Advantages um, that they need and to, to be successful, to thrive to be healthy, to be happy, to be at peace, you know? So, 
Yeah, that's what motherhood has taught me. Motherhood has taught me that love isn't always enough. It continues to teach me that this shit is hard. (laughs) That some days, you know, I do want to, or sometimes shit I do not want to. Sometimes I do. You know, I come in my room, I close my door, and I cry, you know, because I'm trying to figure it out. There is no book on how to do this shit. There's no book. There's no handbook. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the type of person to compare my motherhood style to anybody else's. I'm just trying to move in a way that I think is best for my children and follow my heart, follow my gut. You know, follow my motherly instincts. But even when you do that, like, shit can be fucking hard. And it's okay. It's okay. Like, I'm not the one to put up no fake ass, no fake ass, forgot the word I was about to use. (laughs) I'm not about the one to put up no fake ass facade. That's the word. About... You know, oh, I'm the best mom. Oh, I am so perfect. No, how the fuck I'm not. I make mistakes too. I apologize to my children. I try my best to be open with my children. I ain't their they friend. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. But I do aim to have a type of relationship with my children where we're able to talk to each other. And I know sometimes because, as my husband say, I'm big mama, sometimes I know sometimes I'm probably hard to approach with certain things. But I am nowhere (laughs) close to what my mom was. I'll say that. Nowhere close. Um, Yeah, I feel like I'm rambling again. But yeah, I mean, motherhood is hard, you know. And I'm not saying that the whole process is hard. I'm saying you're going to have hard days. You're going to have hard moments, you know. And and they're going to stay hard. It's going to stay hard as long as you allow it to because it can get better. It can be better. Those moments that I just want, like I'm so overstimulated and sometimes frustrated, I know what I need to do as a mother. I need to step away for a minute before I say something that I'm going to regret. So I may come in my room and put on some meditation music or I'll come in my room and read or go in my bathroom and cry or call my husband and cry. And then I go back out there and we're good. Um, I feel like I rambled this whole episode. Sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I rambled this episode. I hope you were able to get some gems out of this episode. Um, or at least just know that, you know, I'm not perfect. Or maybe you got to know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, like, shit, I'm just like her. Like, we going through this together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it is, I'm cool with that. Like, 
I don't know. I feel like I was rambling in this episode. I hope you were able to get some type of gems out of this episode. Again, I'm new to this podcasting thing, and maybe this is another reason why my other podcast didn't work out. It's because, I don't know, like, again, like, I don't do the trendy shit. Like, I can only talk off what I know and my experiences, and that's what I'm doing. So, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, this is, this is me. This is Tamika. Um, I do hope you were able to get some gems out of this episode, um, out of my experiences, um, what I've talked about, you know, just sharing my journey. I hope you were able to get some gems out of it. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Um, be sure to like, share, subscribe. Um, also follow me at in Rooted in Muddy, uh, also follow me um at rooted in muddy waters on instagram and tiktok if you want to support me in any way you can check out my other my businesses i am at the cultivating mom on instagram and facebook i'm also um at arapel wellness on instagram facebook and tiktok Uh, I will leave those in the description box if you want to check those out. Um, Yeah, let me know in the comments. Hit me up. Let me know um, what motherhood has taught you, um, what does it continue to teach you, um, and if you could tell yourself one thing before you became a mother, what would it be? What would that be? Let's see. If I could tell myself one thing... Before becoming a mother, what would it be? Don't have my babies in the hospital. Again, we're going to have that conversation too. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But that will most definitely be a tip I give myself. All right, y'all. So I'm out of here. Um, Got to do some run some errands. Got to go be a mom. So thank you for tuning in again. Follow me on all my social media web um, social media platforms at rooted in muddy at rooted in muddy waters. Got it. Rooted in muddy waters on Instagram and TikTok. Again, if you want to check out my businesses, I am the cultivating mom on Instagram and Facebook and Airpel Airpel Wellness on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. As always, send in peace and love your way. Later, loves.